Welcome back, everybody. This is the Eminem Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Million. And I'm Ty Martincheck. And welcome back to the show, y'all. As you can see, we have face cam. So if you guys couldn't figure out what we look like already, just based off of the little picture that you get when you pop up in the podcast, well, you freaking know now. I'm 5'6 and 3 quarters, which is very important. I'm listed on my football roster as 5'7". He, yeah, he makes sure he has the three quarters. Me, I'm actually secure by myself because uh, I'm a whopping six eight. Uh, do you so. know? Do you know what I found out? I'm gonna keep pointing at the camera now because I'm gonna be able to see. Do you know what I found out yesterday? What me and my friends found out, or me and my one of my boys found out? I what? think Luke, I have little man syndrome or short short man syndrome. What is that called? No, you definitely do. No, I'm not. I like we were thinking about, it and he's like, he's like, bro. I actually think you have that. And I was like, dude, I actually think I do. So like that, I think I've like been officially diagnosed with that, or at least as officially as I'm gonna get. Can you can you explain short man syndrome? So uh, short man syndrome, I can't remember the exact definition, but like the way we figured it out is that I have I was talking about how if I had to choose between beating the shit out of someone that's like five six, the same height as me, well five, they'd be shorter than me because I'm three quarters, but five six and. Uh, 155 pounds. I'm not 155 pounds. I'm heavier than that, obviously. Or a guy who's six seven, but is a string bean. But is a string bean. I'm taking the six seven guy because yeah. I would love to humiliate him in front of a crowd of thousands of people because he's taller. And that's Absolutely. where we figured out I have short man syndrome. That's where we found that out. That's where we that. Like fucking fucking uh like string beans um uh, mm-hmm. like that. Like they they look even weaker than they are, right? Yes. It's like, but it's like the like like John, like Hegel. Uh, yeah. He he was he wasn't a string bean. Uh, for he was for a good. Context, he was like that happy medium, bro. He, you know what I'm saying? He he was very lean and he had muscle to him, right? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't a string bean, but he was also like still skinny. Uh, yeah. for context, everyone. Uh, John Hagelstein, a good friend of both of us. Uh, he was on the football team with us. What was he? Um. D end. Yeah, he was defensive end. He was a tight end. I think he was all state, and I can't remember if it was both of those or defensive end. Love you, Hagel. Tune into the pod, even yeah. though he doesn't even know we're doing this. Or we're talking about him either way. Um, yeah, but that H- actually Hagel is a great segue, bro. Fucking. Oh, Two. sorry, I just fucking cut you off. But like, that's oh, actually oh, a great oh, segue. Talking about talking about skinny people. Not that we're body shaming. Um, but so Luke, tell tell us about today's topic. Tell us about today's topic. All right. All right. So the uh, this is one of two topics that um. I have been really wanting to do, um, and I feel it's our duty. We, uh, you ever watch Blues Brothers? No, I've never watched that. Uh, What is that? Well, uh, it's an old movie. Um, it's got, uh, Ghostbusters actor, Dan Aykroyd, and, uh. Still no clue that is. Yeah, because you're uncultured. But anyways. That's why um, I wasn't in the movie pod. That's why I literally <laughs> said, if anyone listened to that episode, I say the intro, I leave, I went and made breakfast, come back, and I said the outro. And then that was my part in that episode. It's a very old movie. I don't know when it came out, but um, it was from the time of when my mom and uncle uh, were teenagers. Um, so, no offense to you, mom. Uh, but quite, quite, quite a Who'll few. Who'll be coming ago. on the pod later? As a matter of fact, yeah, it's just fr- that, freaking dope. They, that was completely unnecessary to what we're talking about. But yeah, uh, they have a big or like a, a thing that they say constantly of, um, mm-hmm. like whenever they get like pulled over by the cops or someone, they say we're on a mission from God, 
Uh, <laughs> and that's what I, that's what I view us as. We are yeah. we are well, um, on a mission from God. As so, Father Jarvis said, that's uh, facts. Oh, I'm sorry. Said, I'm gonna cut you off one more time because I want to say two things. I want to say two things. First of all, first thing, thank you guys. Mainly the I'm talking to the boys and gals at the University of Tennessee. I understand that I'm an Alabama guy. However, guys, we appreciate the support. I think our view, Luke posted it on the community story, and after that, our downloads and viewership in general, because it was so small to begin with, obviously, but it rose like 2,438%. I rock it. We're, we're, uh, I, I got to check the exact statistics, but I think we're over 250 people. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, thank you all for that. Um, even if you want, if you don't like what we're saying, um, but you still feel like listening. Uh, we we both really appreciate that. Yeah. So we, we obviously we, had this, we had this little crack dream to make a podcast uh, based on how we talked in class to each other. And you can ask any of our uh, teachers in high school. <laughs> something something to be uh, noted. Um, that's some lure right there. Someone write that down. Yeah, that's some lure right that, there. <laughs> that's the fucking lore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we decided to come up with a podcast and then eventually we actually um got the ability to do it and kind of made it a reality when i um came back home to michigan um for a few days made it a reality and now we're making it an actual thing so we we really we both really appreciate um anyone out there listening um that can't be said enough we're we're small uh, small podcast but you you guys are taking at least a minute to uh, out of your time to listen to us, and we Seriously. both really appreciate it. Amen, for real. Like I dead ass thought we would still be at like at this time after everything that we've recorded and stuff and that we plan to do and all that. I I dead ass thought we'd be at like three people. Like we might be at three people. I was like, if I we're know, at but... ten, if we're at ten, I'm like, it's a W. Like that's a W. So did so... I. And then and then we absolutely just skyrocketed. Because you know. But that being <laughs> said, yeah. that being said, this episode and our next episode are probably going to be. Are two most controversial, um, which is why we want to make sure we had this right. While we had the face cam, I had audio troubles, yeah. which was the second thing. That was actually the second thing, guys. I know that in our past episodes, we have had a tremendous amount of me being too loud and me being too quiet, like us not being able to. That was because, like Luke said, we were in the same room. He came back home from Michigan, and we were both filming in the same room. And it is, so, we are literally, I kid you not, probably. We were like six, seven, eight, maximum eight feet away from each other. So it was hard to yeah. get the mics not to pick up on each other. It should sound much, much better now. There's still going to be, I think, like three, four episodes sprinkled in there where you're going to be able to tell that our guest or us is a little quiet. So we apologize for that. But now any video with the face cam should sound crystal clear, and we should have no issues with that. So we appreciate yeah. you guys sticking through that, and I apologize. I'm going to give you all motion sickness because I'm still probably going to be moving from side to side half the time. Stay next to me uh, when I'm in church, and you would know exactly <laughs> what the, what pain that is, bro. Well, what we'll probably talk about in, in a lighter episode is, yeah, how active you are, Ty. Ty's uh, movement issues, we'll, yeah. We'll bring, we'll bring that up, but it's, mm -hmm. it's a good, good little quirk. But yes. anyways, so yes, um, go ahead, go ahead. We we are ta talking today about something kind of hard hitting, uh, talking about uh, woke culture and um, what's called political correctness, right? Um, and fair warning to um, anyone out there, uh, as Ty and I have stated before, uh, we are both uh, Catholics. Right, and we both had the same 
uh, Catholic schooling, right? Yeah. This is uh, not a buy. This is not an argument thing where I believe one yeah. thing and Luke believes the other. We are both very much in the same view, in the same beliefs, and in the same religion. So yeah, I think there was a couple people that thought we were supposed to art. No, we're not. That's not the point of this. It's a very. That, that's that's exactly it. Of like, I've had a couple people say, "Oh, it's like echo chambery," and you guys are just saying the same thing. And to that, I kind of say, "Yeah," mm-hmm. uh, because we share almost all of the same views, right? Mm-hmm. We we are coming at it from more of a, an informational and like our standpoint and reasoning behind like what we say right especially if we have a controversial episode like some of our episodes right are more like lighthearted and stuff and they don't like get deep down to it and we're just, it's just us talking right um but stuff like this uh and like other episodes that's the warning is we're coming at it from a, a catholic viewpoint right and uh both of us are coming out of Catholic viewpoint, so we're going to be saying the same thing. And um, for anyone that doesn't necessarily like that, right? Um, it's a free country, so you have the ability to turn turn it off for this episode uh, if you don't like what we're saying. Uh, but we just ask you get give it a listen, and um, if any. Anyone needs it. Um, I know I personally, I've got a lot, a lot of shit to say about this, uh, and I'm not really going to hold back because this is our platform, and we shouldn't be dictated of what we can and can't say. And we plan uh, on having other people of different views on the podcast at some point. But well, again, guys, yeah, like we're, we're college we're students, we're we're not making like obviously no shit, but we're obviously not making any sort of income or revenue from this. This is literally just for fun because we wanted to do it. But that means that this also, as much as we want to do it, and I'm sure me and Luke would love to film a podcast episode every single day, this also means this takes a back burner to everything. Luke's academic schedule is extremely rigorous. Uh, I'm an athlete, so I mean, like, it just does t- It does take a little bit of a back. So it just might take a while to get to that point. So just be patient. It'll come. We'll get some people on here with some different views. And uh, hopefully we won't uh, – we'll get, like, two people. So it's not, like, two-on-one because I could definitely mm-hmm. say that would be uncomfortable. So, But we'll work on that. So that's coming. So, But, yeah. Anyway, Luke, let's uh, – yeah. Let's, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, so, um, let's dive into this a little bit. Yeah. Where do we want to start? Let's start with this. Luke, what is woke culture? What What is woke okay, culture? So, woke culture is um, – I kind of see it as it's one-sided um, acceptance for all, right? Of um, what woke culture has become is it's become very political, right? When it shouldn't be. Um, woke culture at the very start, it could have been a, a better thing, I should say, right? Now it's just become very one-sided and it's, it's basically either join or die, right? That's also where kind of like cancel culture comes from. Um, and it's saying of, if you don't agree with me, right, then A, you're wrong. And some people would even say you're evil, right? Uh, now, what exactly is that like agreeing or disagreeing with? Um, things like... Uh, LGBT rights. Um, 
homophobia um, and what's classified as that, um, fat phobia, uh, body shaming, um, we, like women's at activism, uh, like women's rights, uh, just st- stuff, stuff like that of like what's become societally um, accepted and almost enforced in a way. I, I, I guess. Um, so, be someone that's woke is someone that is like agreeing with all this of um, like respecting LGBT rights and um, res- like respecting like different women's rights or like uh, cultural rights. Any anything like that. Um, it's not it's not a very good definition. Um, so I apologize for that, but that's just what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about let's talk about let's just let's start with this because I know that this would both get us and this would both this is a good baseline. What do we think? Or what do you think? You can go first. Makes a what makes a man? We'll go with what makes a man than what makes a woman. But we'll start with yeah. we'll start with what thinks what we think a man and a woman are, and then we'll go to in today's society what a man and what a woman is. But let's start with what we so, personally think a man is right now. Great great thing and that's like i i watch i watch a lot of people i'm i'm not afraid to admit i am a very right-wing republican catholic um and my ideals are republican catholic um i people can come at me all they want uh i don't care because people that will come at me that's what we're going against today Mm -hmm. um but okay so my point, my point being, is I watch a lot of people. Um, good guy is uh, Charlie Kirk. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I watch, I watch him quite a bit. Um, I watch some stuff from like the Daily Wire, uh, which is a conservative news source. If for all those who don't know, um, but anyways, um, they'll they'll ask. They'll go to colleges, right, and they'll ask people a very simple question what is a woman right um i've never seen it of like what is a man but they'll ask what is a woman right and a lot of people that will support like woke culture and like transgenderism all that right either won't want to answer or they'll answer it of anyone who identifies as a woman right but that doesn't answer the question because you can't use the definition in the definition, right? You can't say a woman is a woman. What is a woman, right? So, Which is a he, very common argument is that they just say, yeah, a woman is a woman. Straight up. And that's the, that's the end of it. That's all they say. Um, this will segment into our, our next part of transgender because that's going to be a big part. But um, for what is i'll answer what is a man right um what a man is is a someone born with xy chromosome right if you're born with an xy chromosome it doesn't matter how you dress it doesn't matter how you act how you feel if you're born or how you feel Feelings especially, we're going to get into, because I fucking hate feelings, right? <laughs> I, fu- I fucking hate emotions. You you can quote me on that. <laughs> Put um, that shit on a t-shirt. That's our uh, merch any, coming next week. 
any anyone born with an XY chromosome is a man. I do not give a single fuck if you take hormone blockers, if you take uh like if you get a surgery to get your penis removed, right? Aye, aye, aye. Mm-hmm. I do not care. If you were born with the XY chromosome, you are a man. Mm-hmm. Point simple, right? Um, now, what what does that actually involve, right? Of like peak manhood, right? Goes into um, okay. So any anyone that's born with an XY chromosome is a man, right? Genetically speaking, right? Gen- and you mm-hmm. you can't you can't argue with genetics because it's just written in your biology, right? You you cannot change your genetics, no matter. How many operations you go through, no matter how many clothes you put on, how much makeup you put on, or anything, right? Or how you act. You cannot change your genetics, right? Trust me, I would love to have biceps that peaked to Mount Everest, but... Exactly. exactly. It's like, <laughs> um, if, if you could change your genetics, everyone would be a superhuman, mm-hmm. right? That's facts. No, no one would want to be average, Everyone would, like, if you could just tap a button and all of a sudden you're a bodybuilder, everyone would do it. Mm-hmm. All suddenly right? you're a, uh, yeah. Oh, my bless, yeah. Um, so, what a man is, right, is a lot of times it's what's classified as toxic masculinity, right? Of, um, now, that being said, a preface, there is such thing as actual toxic masculinity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but how it's used by society is wrong. Right. So what a man is and what a man should be is someone that uh doesn't like I I have a lot of I have a lot of people saying, Oh, man men should be more emotional, men should be more in touch with their feelings. Right? No the fuck they should not. Not at fucking all. Right? The second you let emotions take over uh, in front of, like, logic and reason, right, you fucking failed. Point simple. Right? And people will be like, oh, that's really harsh. Like, you gotta be in touch with your feelings and stuff. Well, it, what I'm saying, right, if you let your emotions control you at all, for men or women, right, you let your emotions control you, because emotions come and go, so if you let them control you over actual facts, right, you have failed. Right? And you got you gotta get back to, hey, this is what I actually have to do, not what I feel like doing. Right? Because uh Ben Shapiro said it perfectly. Facts don't care about your feelings. That's right? true. Uh, like for example, if I if I'm um if I if I have a job, right, and I say I say to my boss, like I didn't I didn't come in for a couple days, right, and my boss calls me and is like, hey, why weren't you in here, right? I hired you to do a job. Why weren't you here? Um, and I said, oh, I just didn't feel like working today. Right, you should still pay me because I feel like getting paid, but I don't feel like doing the work for it. Mm-hmm. Any boss will laugh at you 
and say, okay, you're fired. Simple, right? It's like, so so do I have the right to say that because I didn't feel like going into work, but I did feel like getting paid, that I should get paid? No, because that's not how it fucking works. It's it's not what you feel like doing. It's what you ought to do. If you want to get paid, then you go. You ought to go to work, right? If you don't go to work, then you should not be paid. Yeah, emotional control right? is such a big is such a big thing. There's a there's a video of it. This is U.S. senator, and he comes out and he for, he opens the press conference with, "I'm sorry, guys, if I'm a little off. My wife just died in a car crash." And he's like st- he's like stone faced. Like you can you couldn't even mm-hmm. tell if he did not say anything about it, you would never have known. And the rep- all the questions, of course, were about how we felt and the wife. And he said, guys, that's not the point of the press conference. We have things that need to be covered. I would like nothing more than to drop down behind this podium and cry, but I'm not going to because I'm a man. I have a job, and I have a responsibility, and I need to do it. I guarantee exactly. you, once he left, he bawled his eyes out. Every man would do the same thing. The woman that you loved and that you cherished and that you married just died after you're alone. Yeah, you're going to go weep, and you're going to go cry. Every, it, every guy would do that, absolutely. Exactly. And it's like, he that is exactly what I'm saying. He had... His mission in mind of what he needed to do and what he needed to accomplish, right? Of he needed to get through this press conference. He needed to say what needed to be said during the conference, right? He got through it and he felt emotions later, right? Because you, mm-hmm. you should. Yes, um, absolutely. Because we're not saying you shouldn't feel emotions. Like Luke said, control, saying, emotion, control, and a time and place. Yeah. There's time and place for everything. We're, there, there's a time and place for everything, exactly. If you let your emotions control you uh, all the way, you're not doing it right. You there's a whole whole lot of shit everyone needs to do. And if everyone just said, "Oh, I don't feel like doing it today," nothing would get done and society would crumble. Mm-hmm. Cuz everyone's going right. through stuff. If there's one person listening to this show right now, dead ass, if you are going through your life is perfect to a T, perfect. Can't think of a one little thing that's wrong. Whether you have to get up early, you don't like what you're doing, you hate the way you look, anything at all. Literally message us. We'll have you on because I want to hear how your day is. Because there is not one single person that doesn't have one one problem in their life. Because everyone's going through stuff. There, there's no way. There's no way. So please message us if that's you. If you have the perfect ideal, can't think of anything wrong right now. Message us. We'll have you on. Literally the like uh, within a week that this is posted. Because I I have yeah. got to hear I have got to hear your your side and, of the story. And he and he here's another thing with that too is. I think all men should view themselves as they could have it much, much worse. Even if you're homeless, right? You can have it worse. Every single person in this world can have it worse, right? But yet, what's really fascinating to me is that the people that don't let their emotions get in the way, right? No matter where they are in in life, of they could be rich or... Homeless people can be some of the happiest people you might ever meet, right? And you can have a rich person that hates life, hate hates society, and thinks it's corrupt, right? But yet, uh, a homeless man who is like wor- working as hard as he can, right, uh, to try to save money to get a place to stay, even if it's just at a hotel, right, to working as hard as he can he can still feel happier than the rich man. I believe fully because he's not, he has his purpose in mind, right? And he's not letting it go. Very, very crucial thing. Point, point in mind. Don't let it go. And you can be happy. No, you, but you, 
it's up to the individual to actually find out what that purpose is. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I think suicide and, is such a bad thing. It's because mm-hmm. life is gonna suck more than it's gonna be good. You have got to get through that hump. If any, obviously, like I just said, like if you any, everyone's going through something, especially if you're going through something worse than some other people. Because obviously, if you're having suicidal thoughts, I'm not having any. I'm trust me, I'm not getting to that point. So I'm, our prayers go out to you. But it will get better. Life is gonna be more sucky for the most part than it's gonna be better. I think we've said this on here before, but please you gotta stick it out. Because I just had one of my one of my buddies we were talking I was talking with one of my buddies and he said that suicide's not taking the pain away from you, it's putting it on someone else. Even if you mm-hmm. think no one loves you, your pain's going to someone else. I guarantee it. I guarantee mm-hmm. it. I get because if I killed myself right now, pain's not going away from me. My 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 poor mother would would probably die of shock. I would hate to leave Luke here by himself, even though I know he's not by himself, but you know exactly what I mean. And I swear to gosh, if Luke did that, I'd pull him out of the grave and I'd kill him. I'd resurrect him and I'd kill him myself. So, <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but that's what we mean by, uh, like, well, that was your roommate. I thought that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I... I thought that was your girlfriend for a second. No, you're, you're fine. Um, but yeah, it, and that's, that's a good point too of, um, and we will talk a lot about this more, um, next episode, uh, when I talk about, like, I'll definitely bring up, like, the importance of life mm-hmm. and get for help everyone. Seek help. Um, mm-hmm. and Ty, Ty's right, it's, um, no matter, no matter if you have, like, no family, no friends, anything, like, if you feel all alone, right, there's still going to be at least one person affected, by ending your life right mm-hmm. um and you can look at it of okay i i shouldn't do it because i i don't want them to suffer right you can also do it of my my mindset right and i will i will say to um all all the viewers out there right um I have had quite a few suicidal thoughts throughout my years, right? Um, and sometimes it pop, it pops back up, uh, even now, right? Um, but what keeps me going is uh, a the fact that I can have it much worse, right? You and I, you and I are both very privilege to have very, lived very, the life yep. that we live. Mm-hmm. Um but we but we but I know pain that you've gone through, you know pain that I've gone through, right? Um but that being said we can both have it worse. Mm-hmm. Right? We're both we're both going to a university to study. We can have it worse. There's nothing about right? this life that I'd wish away, truthfully. Like yeah. like eh, love love and all. Love all love all the bads, love all the goods, love all the highs, love all the lows, truthfully. Truthfully I mean that. But um with that too, um, what what I think it should be another also another cure for society, right? Is uh, we men especially, right? Because uh, suicide rates are highest in men, um, and that goes unannounced. Um, very very sad to know that, right? Um, because no, no one really cares about that. But w- what I think should be the, the cure for society um, is 
people should be more, um, I guess, accepting to feel pain, right? We, we as a society will go out of our way to the extreme to just not feel pain, right? Like, I kind of think of it as, like, we would rather run a mile, right, or walk a mile to not feel any pain instead of sprinting 20 meters and feeling pain that's not that's not gonna last mm-hmm. right um and i think i think a lot of things especially right um of feel pain right the world is painful that that's simple fact Every, everyone can see that the there no one is perfect right so people may cause on themselves or it's just a product of the world there was only one perfect person and we killed him for it mm-hmm. right uh so world is not perfect we are not perfect right and with that we're going to feel pain we're going to feel a lot of it right so we should be more accepting of this pain and actually use it for something because it is okay to feel anxiety it is okay mm-hmm. to feel stressed out it is okay to feel sad mad uh lonely like th- that those are things that are absolutely okay to feel like i know a lot mm-hmm. of people that the whole reason that they vape or they smoke is because whenever they feel anxious they want to pop the vape you don't need yep. to do that. It's okay to yep. be like, damn, oh my gosh, I got an exam tomorrow. I have five assignments, and I'm not going to lie. I haven't shown up to class in the past week and a half. I am so behind. I need to – no, no. You, you, it's okay to feel that because there's other people who have done that too. And I can tell you that that's not the solution. That's not how you're going to take care of it. That lit- mm-hmm. quite literally solves nothing, but it makes you it makes, a little bit poor. You yeah, have a little it, less it, money it now. Worse. Yes, and you are a little um, closer to death. Like you can they, feel – it is okay to feel emotions of stress and anxiety and stuff the best way to deal with pain is literally to just deal with it yeah face it head on don't don't like, fa- face away from that shit you don't need to do like that. you said everyone is going through something right mm-hmm. so if you just deal with it on your own and then you think of ways that you can improve it on your own self right and you do it gone pain is gone exactly because right? i think that helps. If, you have, if you have new pain you find another way to tackle yes, it yes exactly exactly right? If you if you just kind of outsource your pain, um, so to speak, and try to solve it with something else, right? Like alcohol, vaping, drugs, um, or like self harm or mm-hmm. a- anything like that, right? You're just adding on to the pain. You didn't solve anything, mm-hmm. and then you feel worse later on, right? Yeah. Which doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, why would you do that to yourself if you're just going to feel twice as bad uh, two days from now? Right? Instead of just dealing with it and only feeling the the first amount of pain, right? And then it's gone, right? Then you don't feel it again, right? So it, people just need to feel more pain. Because right? you may get the same thing again. You may get, you may finish all those assignments. You're all caught up. You've been going to class. And then two months down the road, you're in the exact same situation. But the last time you got out of it, it wasn't from, no. 
You got out of it yeah. last time. You faced it head on and you got through it. Sure, it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't how you would like it to go. It wasn't painless or it wasn't free, but you got through it. You know how to get through it. You know that you can get through it. So therefore, you gotta go and do it again. You messed up again, and when you mess up, when you spill, when you spill again, you gotta clean up again. You're not just gonna leave it there. So I mean, yep. And um, going back to the original topic, because we went a bit on a rant of like that's how okay. That... We knew we w- we was gonna be all hey, over that, the place this episode. This, we were very this, aware this, of that. This episode is gonna be very very long, and that's okay. Um, this might be like a two three parter. I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even gonna lie. So might, we'll see where we end up though. We'll see where we end up though. But um, that being said, men especially, right, need to feel more pain, right? It's it's those that, that feel pain in society and do something with it. They're the ones that actually build society, and they're the ones that make society thrive, right? Like, you, for example, you you don't, like, trash collectors don't get enough credit no at all construction workers right? do not get enough construction credit. workers don't get don't get enough credit it's um you see these massive skyscrapers right that are like being built and you see uh like men like just on the girders right if they slip up they'll die mm-hmm. right and they're doing that in like the beating sun getting paid hardly anything for what they're doing right but they're the ones that are making these giant ass buildings or whatever they're making right and they're making society a better place right same thing with like trash collectors it's like if we didn't have fucking trash collectors society would fucking crumble because everything would uh Pile overflow up. we w- we wouldn't have shit to put it like anywhere to put it no one would take care of it pile up and then uh, creates more waste with that right and then it just builds up builds up and then you you just have you just have a trash planet right mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's the people that are putting their like their lives out a, tra- a trash man isn't necessarily putting his life out on the line right but um, particularly men right are are and should be more willing than anyone to do the shit that no one wants to do right no one wants to pick up uh this nasty ass trash for a living no one no one wants to risk their life on a 42 story building right that's somewhat like uh, i can see some motherfuckers being like yeah that looks that right there yeah but but my point being is like if if everyone had the option right to just be rich instantly people wouldn't do it but we don't have the option right so we need that determination to actually do the shit that no one wants to do right because that's what makes people survive that's what makes humans live like fucking kings right like you and I, we are very like middle class, right? Just 
according to society, like nothing really like special about oh, either pretty, of us, right? Pretty average white but, and Asian male intelligence right go, here. Go back, go back a thousand years ago, right? We were richer than 98% of all of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so point is, it's like people need People and men especially need to be willing to do the hard shit. And it's going to be painful, right? You might not get any any credit at all, right? Do you know who built the Empire State Building? I, I actually do not. Me, me neither. Uh, do you know who built the pyramids? You I know, think a lot of people wish they knew that. <laughs> do you do you know do you know their names? No, Mm-mm. right? They go completely unrecognized but yet there are these two fucking monuments that will that are like engraved in history right that they were a definite part of and no credit right but it's like they're the one like the people that work behind the scenes right are the most important right and we need to have people that are willing to do those jobs. If we don't have people that are willing to do, do those jobs and just want to sit on their ass and be lazy all day, right? Then we're going to crumble as a society. Absolutely. Just look at, look at fucking Wally, for example. Wally? Right? <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, it's a children's movie, but it brings such a good fucking point of people that, like, they found a way to be lazy so they were and earth was just a piece of shit right because they didn't have anyone like doing the hard shit to maintain it and keep it great isn't it crazy how like the children's movies have such a deeper meaning than like when you're like i never ever like figured that out when i was watching wally when i was six years old at least the the older pixar movies the the newer ones uh that goes into what we're saying uh, or what this episode will go more in, into about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so did did I really answer that question? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't I know. <laughs> if I if I didn't answer the question of what is a man, um, mm-hmm. hit me up. Uh, my snap hit is Luke underscore million nineteen. Plug there, buddy. Snap. Hit, hit me up, uh, and we'll have a discussion. Uh, but that being said, I, I say we move on to an, another, or yeah. the following topic. Yeah. Um, so, big one. Uh, transgenderism. Okay. I like how he leans back and you're like, oh, let me fucking, <laughs> let me just stretch uh, my back out real quick before I, oh my gosh. What I, what I want to focus on, especially, right, is um, taking a look at what it is, right, and how how it goes against, particularly like women's rights, right, uh, and got I'll, I'll I'll this is where I'll bring my mom in for this. I got a texture that uh, we're on the segment, so I'll be calling her. Mm-hmm. Um, but so to start, um, we're both athletes. Right, we were we were both at least somewhat decent. 
at uh, what we did, right? And um, you you were um, cornerback. I was a tackle uh, for football. Um, one second, sorry, I'm texting me, Madre. Texting the mother. Quick touch on the on the guy thing. I know we're going back, but just while he's doing that, let me tell you my piece. I think society sees men as I just, I'm taking a sociology class here right now, and we were talking about what society thinks guys are and what society mm-hmm. thinks women are. And we described guys as like tall, which I immediately just fell on the floor, left the class, and then cried myself to sleep. But tall, <laughs> like lumberjack looking ass. Like if you go up and you search up Paul Bunyan, like Paul Bunyan type esque. And uh, I think that it goes into so much more than that. I, I'm not trying to body shame here because mm-hmm. body shaming is all okay until we talk about weight, fat asses. But um, mm-hmm. if you are. <sighs> In my mind, I think you should be able to deal some type of damage. You should be able to do some type of... I'm not saying you need to go out and just beat the crap out of people. No, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, I think you should be at a point where you can... Mummy, mum, when, you're, when you're out with your mother in public, I think she should feel safe that she just has you. She doesn't need... Because until you reach a certain age, it's the dad. Like, she's like, oh, I have, I have him. I, it should be at a certain point where I have my son with me. I, I'm, I'm okay. So I think I think with that too I completely agree, but also um, with that of going back to like the emotional part of not like we're not saying all men have to be fucking bodybuilders and like uh, don't, don't yeah. Really feel, right yeah. mm-hmm. um, like take take Mr. Mayday right our yeah. our religion teacher right Perfect and take example. Father Jarvis um, neither of them look like they, like they go to the gym. I actually think Father Jarvis is in quite good shape, but I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, and you just saw him on the street, you're like, nah, they're, nah. Uh-huh. They're, both, they're both in really good shape, but, like, what I mean is, like, they're not, like, <laughs> muscly, muscly. Like Mr. Caleb Frank that we had on the podcast. I don't they're think I can pop slim. up a picture of what he looks like, but, but if I can, I, I will, so. I would I would not hesitate to call either of them, like, actual true men mm-hmm. because they're strong in the aspect that they stand by mentally strong like yeah what they believe right and they're mm-hmm. they're able to um profess it in a way of showing care but also they have the ability that if need be they can be fierce right um mm-hmm. jordan jordan peterson um another amazing example for men um uh, on the joe rogan podcast uh he he was talking about um how in the bible it says um the meek shall inherit the earth right um and what he translated that as is not saying the weak would inherit the earth but it's the people that know how to handle a sword but keep it sheathed Oh, that's so right? good! That's what, oh that's my gosh! That's and that's what—that's what a man actually is—is is someone mm-hmm. that, like, knows how to be fierce in whatever they need to be in, right? Whether it be actual like strength, whether it be like mentality, uh, whether it just be in like speaking, right, and like being concise, right? Of a man is someone that can that knows how to be fierce and be aggressive 
right? But keeps themselves tame, right? He, Jordan Peterson also said of how um, people, like men should learn how to be monsters and then learn how to control themselves, mm-hmm. right? Instead of learning how to control themselves and then be monsters because you're already behind at that point, right? But if you be, if you become a monster but learn how to control yourself, right? But you're ready for if a time comes, right? That's what being a man is. It's not it's not having to prepare for something. It's being ready but keeping and then yourself staying up. ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like it's like you for example, you took years of taekwondo, right? Uh, and whether or not that's like all the techniques are still there uh in your mind, I don't know. But <laughs> You you know how you know how to fight, right? But you're not going up to people and being like, "Hey, you want you want to fucking fight?" No. But if 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 you're with if you're with a woman, right, and someone is trying to like rob you guys, right? I know you, Ty, that you would have no hesitation and you would be ready to engage if need be, right? But you're never going to be like, "Hey, let's fight. I can take you down." You're a little bitch, like all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what, um, like I said earlier, that's what toxic masculinity is, like really is. People want to claim that toxic masculinity is um, men being strong and men do like being dominant, right? Men should be dominant. Men should be strong, right? What toxic masculinity is is going against that and using and abusing it right of when people bring up like oh if a man beats his wife right that's toxic masculinity yeah no shit (laughs) it's it's not for the aspect of them being dominant it's for them abusing that dominance right Mm -hmm. of they're they're using it for something that's not supposed to be used for right like they should men should view themselves in any relationship that they're, that they're in as a king right but the best king right which is what our whole faith is based on right the best king is a servant to his people right but is still one that is able and capable of leading when the time comes mm-hmm. right that is what catholicism is based on it's the what Christ came to be, right? Of humility, but also preparedness, right? So that that's what we were, that's what I was saying. Of like, yeah. that's the real definition of toxic masculinity yeah. is abusing mm-hmm. something, not having. Like having it is what you're supposed to. That is mm-hmm. true masculinity, but abusing what you have, that's toxic masculinity. And what Absolutely. I think is cool is that about having it is that I don't think that like. Since we're still, like, we're both, like, we're both 18. Like, I think it's cool that we both, in my opinion, we both don't still have it. Like, when I was a freshman in high school, I was 88 pounds. I was 88 pounds in high school. Like, oh, my bless. Luke could probably pick me up. He could pick me up with one hand and throw me a, a pretty decent distance. But, like, now. I can triple of you now. Yes, you can. Just, Isn't that dope, yeah. though? But, like, that's the thing, though, is that now, like, I've I've like pretty much doubled in weight. Like I'm pretty much two times what I was when I was a freshman. However, though, I'm still smart enough to know that like I'm able to handle more situations now than I would have been back then. 
However, I'm still smart enough to know that, in my opinion, and I'm glad that it is because, again, I'm so it would be stupid if my journey was over now. I still have such a long way to go and so many more things that I can build on and grow in. And obviously, I still want to get bigger, faster, stronger. But that's mainly the main thing. But it's, like, cool because it's, like, and I know Luke isn't where he wants to be yet. And he's still, like, that's so that's such a cool thing yeah. to think about. That goes back to my my thing of, like, having a mission, right, mm-hmm. and having a purpose. If I, like, my mission, for one part, get in good shape, build muscle, right, and look attractive, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that's pretty similar for you. Hell right? yeah. But if, if I don't do my mission, right, like, mm-hmm. when I fail at my mission, it's when I say, oh, I don't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. If I say I don't feel like working out or I don't feel like eating healthy, right, then I'm going to continue to be fat. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to continue to be weak. Right. But if I say I don't care how I feel, it's what I ought to do, right, to to get to the place that I want to be. Yes. Right. Then I ought to do it. And if I do it, right, and I work hard enough, mm-hmm. I will get to where I want to be. But it's only through working hard enough. No one will do it for you. You got to do it yourself. We'll talk. We'll talk about that more. Yes. But oh, cool. Yeah. Way. I'm glad. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yes. So anyways, go, going going back to that. Uh, back to transgenderism. Right. Transgenderism. Um, like, like I said, men. Right. It doesn't matter how you dress. Right. How how you want to act. You are a man if you were born with an XY chromosome. Plain and simple. You Straight are a up. woman only if you were born with an XX chromosome. Right? Plain and simple. Uh, does it does not matter how you dress, how you want to act, any of this stuff, right? Um, and I want to take a big look at, because uh, a huge, huge thing that's brought up is uh, trans athletes in sports, right? Mm-hmm. If you, if you are a man and you want to dress as a woman, right, for whatever reason, fine. I, I don't care. Right? You're still a man. You're just putting on feminine clothing and or makeup, right? I, it's your life, free country. You do what you want to do. Right? Yeah, you do you, fam. Okay. Right. Where I have a problem with is when they say, okay, I want to dress like a woman and I want to compete against other women, right? And completely unfair, right? By just biology standards, right? Uh, Cuz how many born... women do you see? How many women do you see compete in men's leagues and people have an issue about it? Zero. You see right, zero exactly. trans women going to men competing in men's leagues for sports and no one's complaining about it because they're not making it. They're not making if, any if, impact. LeBron James were to suddenly identify as a woman and Maybe play in the WNBA. That'd be right? wild. Yeah. Go up every single person without challenge. Right? And that's not saying that I'm I think that the WNBA is isn't talented, right? Yeah, absolutely uh, not. Like, no. They, they are they or any other professional female athlete is extremely talented in what they do. Right. Especially you've seen in the Olympics that when they ski and then they hit the targets, yeah, those might be at us. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I'm like, dang. Where where it comes a problem is there needs to be a split, right? Mm-hmm. The only way to keep it fair is if there's a split, right? Because men are biologically born with 
uh, denser bones, like denser muscle mass, and uh, have an easier ability to grow muscle, right? Higher testosterone levels, and it doesn't matter if you're taking testosterone blockers or not, right? You still have that in you, right? Uh, and it's just, it's not fair at all. Uh, and it go it goes against, like, I'm all for women's rights and women's equality, right? All for it. But I still think that there should be a separation between men's sports and women's sports. Right? Same as there should be between a man's bathroom and a women's bathroom, right? It's just not biologically fair to women to do that. And I wholeheartedly believe uh, that you cannot support trans rights, especially in uh, athletics, and also claim to support women's rights. Because it, it contradicts itself. Right? If if I were to... If I, as my 6'8 self, right, 300 pounds, were to try to play women like say okay i am now i am now a woman i identify as a woman right and i were to play women's basketball right mm-hmm. i would body them right of just like my sheer size cuz it's not like, even that he's a again, better basketball player than them it, it's just it's, a it's physical thing like and it, and that's not at all saying that women are weak and I'm stronger than women. Not, not at all. Not at all. It's just bio, like biological, right? Of it completely goes against. It. It's like you don't see women that are my size because biologically, women just aren't like this, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call my mom uh, and get her perspective. On it. Uh, so just one second, everyone. Hey, Luke. Hey, mom. Hello, Mrs. Talk- Million. Welcome to the podcast. I'm... What did she say? <laughs> can, you, can you hear her? Nah. Why? Well, because she's her, cut like, out. Right to... uh, she asked, How are you doing? Oh my gosh, Mrs. Million, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. We oh, appreciate you. Are you at school or are you at home now? Oh, uh, no, I'm still at school. I'm still at school, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I so Great. Mom, mom uh, you got you got a bit? Yeah. All right, perfect. So uh, we're, ta- we're talking uh, about, uh, like, transgenderism and... Um, like women's rights and particularly like um, trans athletics, right? So we want to get your opinion um, coming coming from obviously a a women's point of view, right? What what is your opinion on particularly like men uh, joining women's athletics, right? And how does that like how does that make you feel uh like relating to like your own uh rights 
I just feel like it's definitely an intrusion on women's rights as it pertains to sports. Um, men and women are built differently. And um, it's not to say that a, a woman couldn't necessarily beat a man in sports per se, you know, let's use swimming as an example. You know, certainly it's possible, but I think that it puts it puts the uh, the male gender at an advantage to be competing against a woman, mm-hmm. and uh, I I just don't feel like it's it's fair. You know, women have too hard and too long to have that right, and um, I just feel like it's it's wrong. Absolutely. Um, and that, that's what we were saying too. Um, and you, you brought up swing and like bet one of the, uh, best examples is like Leah Thomas, right? Um, she, he was, um, he would place, I think it was like 200 or something, right? Like 200, uh, overall for, yeah, he was at the um, bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Men's competition, right? He, he was 200th, could not make it. Right. Yeah. But then uh, he transfers over, uh, identifies himself as a woman. Right. And all yeah. of a sudden he's not only making national championships, but he's setting world records. Right. Exactly. Right. And that, and that that's a, a perfect example of a situation where you had an individual, Leah Thomas, who who wasn't placing in the top top numbers, you know, when he was identifying as a male and then was beating out women. Mm-hmm. So just a perfect example of how it, you know, is just just not fair for women. Exactly. Um so going going a bit away from um athletics, um I I won't I won't share the story. That's up to you if you would like to share it or not. Um, but particularly um, tra- trans people going into um, the opposite uh, genders uh, bathroom right. or locker room, right? right. Um, so I just like to hear your. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've actually experienced that firsthand in um, my place of employment where there was an individual who um, was in the locker room and I was kind of taken back by it because this individual was um, born male and um was i guess in the process of you know changing gender but had gotten as far as i think just taking hormone supplements and now was in the women's locker room Mm -hmm. and um you know nobody asked me are you okay with this mona you know are do you have a problem with this and uh Although at that that 
time, I didn't feel, you know, threatened or anything. I wasn't necessarily concerned mm -hmm. for my safety or what have you, but I just felt like that individual's rights were <clears throat> held in more regard than, than mine or anyone else for that matter. So um, I just feel like it's, you know, <clears throat> once again, mm -hmm. It's infringing on the rights of, you know, other individuals, whether it would be, whether it be female or male, you know, and um, I just, I just don't think it's right. You know, I'm just from a different generation, I guess, you know, when mm -hmm. I grew up, there was a men's room and there's a women's room. Mm -hmm. Now you see that there's, you know, a family, sometimes there's a family restroom. So, um you know, where if you might have, let's just say, a single father of a of a daughter, and you don't want to send that daughter into the the bathroom on her own, but you, as a father, maybe not want to go into the women's room, then there's a family room, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I've I've seen where mothers will bring their their male children into the women's room, but they're usually young and I'm not, I'm certainly not bothered by that. You know, I completely understand if you're, you know, whether you're a single mom or maybe you're just on your own and the child doesn't have his father or father figure there to take him. So that's not a problem. But um, as far as someone who is going through the transition and, and chooses to come into, to the restroom, I, I'm just against it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, we agree. I, I know dad, um, when Faith was a child, he wouldn't want any of that uh, for his daughter. Uh, and I, when I become a father, I definitely don't want that for my daughter as well. Right? Because completely agree. It's, um, men, men especially going into the, women's bathroom it's taking away yeah. that that privacy that's given right exactly. and that's not that's not fair whatsoever to any of the other women in the bathroom because like you said you weren't asked uh how that made you feel right and um like i i said i said earlier before i called you that uh i believe that you cannot say that you support like trans rights and also say that you support women's rights right because i i feel wholeheartedly like they they contradict each other right absolutely yeah especially when you're considering sports and that and and um i, I don't know i can't even think of an example of an individual who is was born female yeah, is transitioning transitioning to become a male and and chooses to compete in a male sport yeah because so, you, you, ne you never see it you. yeah and uh, so that in itself just you know sends a, a huge message mm -hmm. that so and i i do i am kind of surprised that the you know the women's groups that some of them aren't more um alarmed by by you know, the Riley Gaines situation, mm -hmm. you know, because um, it is, I mean, it's an infringement on her rights and, mm -hmm. you know, she, 
she didn't win the title that she deserved to win and worked very hard. Yep. For anyone that doesn't know, Riley Gaines uh, was a competitor against Leah Thomas um, and got beat out by Leah Thomas by quite a margin, even though uh, Riley Gaines was one of the top athletes um, at her college for years. Uh, I think it was got... a time that they drew, and then they need to give the trophy to someone, and they didn't give it to uh, they didn't give it to Leah Riley Thomas. because it would look it would look better if uh, if Leah Thomas won. So oh they yeah, gave that's, it to her. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Which that one I uh, think is extremely ridiculous. That one's yeah, that one's the worst one of them all. I think so. So, uh, stepping again outside of uh, sports, right? Do you do you know the um, you know the the Bud Light controversy, Mom? Right. Um, yeah, so about, just so about about it about a year ago, right? Um, Dylan Mulvaney, right? Who mm-hmm. uh, was a man uh, identifies as a woman now, right? Becomes the spokesperson right. for Bud Light, right? Okay, and yeah. also, uh, three hundred sixty-five days after uh, transitioning, got nominated and won. Uh, woman of the year uh, for uh, his very first year of being a woman, right? right? Um, Meanwhile, there uh, are billions of women in the world who have been women for uh, decades and... Done tremendous things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, what... Go go more into um like what you think about that. I actually think that um that was probably a, a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. You know, let's 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 get everybody up in arms over this. It's kind of a, a joke really, because you know, it's how can you be woman of how can you be woman of the year when you're not a real woman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know if somebody wants to do that to themselves, that is, and if they are an adult making that decision and not even a young adult, but, you know, I, an adult who makes the decision to do that, you know, if that's what they want to do, that's fine, you know, um, but don't expect me to acknowledge that person as female. Mm-hmm. You know, I will respect that person if I, if I see them somewhere, if they want me to call them by uh, a different name, a female name, if you will, I will do that because I, I just, you know, out of mutual respect, one mm-hmm. individual to the other, but I will not, um, I will not in my mind accept or acknowledge that that individual is a, mm-hmm. is a woman or a man, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if they were, if they were born, if they were born, as a female or born as a male, that's how I will mm-hmm. accept them to be. You know, yeah. if they choose to change, I can't, you know, that's their decision. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, completely. We agree. Cause I think that um, respect comes from the fact that there's still a human being, even though we don't agree with them, still a human mm-hmm. being. It's not going to, not going to treat you any differently. Still human. I don't disagree. I don't agree. Sorry, I was gonna say I don't, I don't agree with what you're doing or what you believe in, but you are still a human, and you are not lesser than me. I'm not above you. So the only the only difference is that I just disagree with what you're doing. 
absolutely Ty, and I do I do agree with that too. And you know, and I you know, working in the the medical field has been asked in the past by my employer if I had any problem with taking care of a patient who was transitioning and having surgical procedures and I and I said absolutely not. I said I will give them the care that they deserve. You know, I may not I may not personally agree with what they're doing, but that is their choice and if they're a grown adult, you know, I it's not for me to to judge to judge and certainly, you know, I would not treat them any differently than mm-hmm. any other patient that I'd be taking care of. So. Yeah. And yeah. go ahead. Speaking of um, me- medical um, practice, um, so mom, how how long have you been in the medical field? Actually, I'm in my thirty sixth year. <laughs> So she is not no rookie. She knows what she is talking about. And because you know she can answer them. She has been in for almost four decades, right? And uh, has gone through tremendous work. Um, and on top of that, uh, a part the end of her schooling uh, was when uh, little old me uh, was born. Uh, and so that in of itself was a challenge, mm-hmm. right? Um uh, so, uh, yeah, when's Mrs. Billy going to get woman of the year? Gosh, dang. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> uh, so from, from a medical perspective, right? What, uh, what is your opinion on use of hormone blockers? Sure. Um, well, once again, you know, um, I, I won't judge if, if the, if the individual, you know, if if the individual is of a certain age where, you know, I, fe- I feel like, you know, they're mature enough to make that decision, then it's not for me to judge. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't work in um, that area where I have to be the, the individual prescribing the medication. You know, I might be taking care of a patient who is undergoing that you know, transition. And I have, I have uh, numerous times. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, I'm just like, you know what, I'm there to do a job and my job is to care for that, that person and give them the best care that I can. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to judge, you know, when I'm, when I'm at home and I'm away from work, you know, I might have an opinion and I, I might express my opinion and share that like I'm doing here with you guys. But, no, I mean, I, I do, I do feel badly for those individuals because I can't imagine how that must feel for, for someone to feel like they are in the wrong body, you know, um, and assuming that that's how those individuals feel. Um, so, I mean, my heart kind of goes out for those people, but, um, I, I don't necessarily agree that that's that's the answer, but you know, that's just just me and my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that I do get a little bit frustrated 
that um, from what I understand, hormones, if you will, you know, medications can be uh, supplied to these individuals at a very uh, low cost, if not free. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's other other patients that have other diseases or need medications and can't afford to take it. Like, so, like, uh, you know, di- like for example, people with uh, diabetes, it like insulin uh, medications mm-hmm. are really expensive. Uh, yeah. And that, like, that's not something, obviously, that people want, uh, let alone, like, are, like, they're dealing with just the same, right? So how how is it fair that, like, something like that is so expensive, but it's a necessary thing, uh, but yet uh, these chemicals or uh, medications to uh, change yourself are, like you said, almost free. And um, and I, I I've heard that um, uh, Planned Parenthood is one of the facilities that does provide those hormones at a, a either free or uh, or uh, significantly reduced cost. Um, but just using the example of of uh, women who maybe are struggling with fertility and those medications and procedures can be extremely costly to the point where many, many women and can't afford it. So, you know, there you have on one hand, someone who, um, you know, is wanting to, you know, have a child and, but needs, needs help and can't, can't afford it. You know, so, I mean, I don't know, you know, somebody might say, well, you're comparing apples to oranges, but, and it may be. Sometimes you need to compare apples to oranges. I get a little frustrated when I I hear about these things. Last thing I want to just touch on with you, Mom, uh, coming from perspective of a mother of one, uh, what do you feel that like i guess what's your opinion on uh like teaching this stuff or like having children involved like do you mm-hmm. think that children should be allowed to make this choice for themselves uh despite them being children yeah so um absolutely not uh um, and I know I have heard of these things where um, parents are not are choosing not to identify their children as a gender at birth to let them, you know, decide when they're old enough to, you know, to label whether they're male or female. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or you know, a child that a little girl that maybe comes home and says, I want to I want to play with trucks and. And um, where I only want to wear pants and I don't want to wear a dress or what have you, you know, does that mean that your child is wanting to transition? In my opinion, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, back in my day, you may have had some little girls that maybe were, you know, what we would call tomboys, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, maybe that's just an old, 
an old term, but, um, you know, do I think that it's wrong to allow a boy to play with Barbie dolls and a girl play, play with, um, trucks? Absolutely not. If, you know, if a, a child is sitting in a room full of toys and, you know, child should be able to play with whatever toy they want, they, they happen to migrate toward, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, that little, you know, little boy wants to play with girls, mm -hmm. girls things, you know, that means that, you know, no, I don't think that it's appropriate to uh, impose that on children. Mm -hmm. You know, you have such a short time in your life to be a child, a child, you know, just enjoy your childhood and, 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 and not be worrying about these, these heavy topics to, to, you know, grow on our kids. So absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's almost like, it's almost like uh, parents a lot of times are forcing it onto their child because that's what they want. It almost okay. seems. Uh, exactly. And, and a lot of those same parents would say that, um, their child can't get a tattoo because it's a lifelong decision and they aren't uh, capable of making that yet. Right. So where, where's the, the boundary? Mm -hmm. uh, right. You know, so if you, if you, if you on one hand think, Oh, I don't want my child to make this decision to get a tattoo on his or her body because they're not old enough to make the decision, but yet they can make a decision about uh, life altering Mm. You know, decision like you know changing their gender so yeah. i agree with their and re real quick um you want to you want to tell tell everyone uh what you told me about um parents and teaching their kids about santa claus well um yeah so um i you know i work with a lot of um younger people and um you know right around the the christmas time you know naturally you know you have conversations about um you know do you celebrate christmas and if so you know do your your children you know believe in santa or what have you you might have a conversation about that and i recently discovered that a lot of the younger parents today are teaching their children that there is not a santa claus which you know you and i both you're mm -hmm. you know the three of know that yeah it's a fictional character but um you know parents are choosing to to teach their children that santa claus is not real because they don't want to lie to their children and um you know i guess that's their choice they're the parents they do what they they feel is best but i personally kind of believe in the magic of it yeah. and um i don't think i caused any harm to you did i look no. and you you thought that <laughs> I, I, Luke has been permanently but... traumatized by the fact that santa claus <laughs> isn't real and lives every christmas in agony knowing that instead of <laughs> hear what Ty said. You don't have to tell me uh, what Ty said. I, uh, he was saying that I, I definitely live traumatized every day um, that with that aspect. But no, it, it's exactly right. Of um, Like you said earlier, let children be children, right? Um, like, if, they, if, if you tell them about Santa Claus, 
right coming coming on christmas and uh they gotta be good and they'll get uh presents right there absolutely no harm in that right like i i turned out completely fine i don't have any uh anger or animosity towards you um that you would tell me when I when I was a kid that Santa was real. I think that's great, and I'm gonna tell my children not too, right? Oh, and I know the children want the tooth fairy to be real because I know you want that money on your pillow when you lose all those baby teeth. So you can't tell me you don't want at least the tooth fairy to be real when you're young. Yeah. Gosh dang. Um, but yeah, it's it's society society needs to respect the importance of children a lot more. Um. Yeah. And we're we're not doing a good job at that for the most part, at least what you see. Um, so I think we definitely need we definitely need more parents like you you and Dad um, out there keep, keeping their sons and daughters uh, right and no, knowing how to how to properly uh, thrive in society. Right, and I and I. Thank you for that. And I think that there are plenty of like really good, good families and parents out there. Mm-hmm. And I think not only does it start in the home, but in our schools too, it's really important because um, teachers have such um, a strong influence on kids, mm-hmm. you know, and um, so that's really important. So I know um, both you and Ty were very fortunate that, you both attended a, a school that um, had really great teachers that, that um, you know, you learned learned a, more than just, you know, math and science. You know, you learned um, your faith and um, all those other good things, you know. So mm-hmm. if we were very blessed in that department. Absolutely. Public schools, you know, and I think there are some good some good schools out there, but I know you hear you hear they're, some stories that they're fall they're falling down, becoming more corrupt, sadly. Uh, yeah, and that that's just the shame of reality. Yeah, that it's happening, but that's why people <laughs> like Ty and I are trying to stand up against it. Uh, <laughs> Well, I like what you I like what you two are doing with your podcasts, and I really appreciate um, you inviting me to take part. And I appreciate that uh, you wanted to hear my opinion, and I'd be I'd be happy to share my opinion anytime. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Mom. We we really appreciate that, uh, and we want we wanted to get. Uh, especially a, a woman's perspective on it because um we'll we'll both get told quite a bit of how how can two men talk about women's rights and we completely agree we can't fully talk about it because we're we're men right uh so there there's no no better no better woman to talk talk to than uh your mom uh well thank you Lou. so but again thank Thank you for coming on, Mom. Uh, Ty and I both really appreciate you uh, giving your input. Hopefully, uh, it sounds good enough on the uh, recording. It does. I'm listening I to it. it I think we got good. Yeah, I think we got done. Okay. Uh, Ty says it sounds good. Um, Feel free to edit. 
<laughs> we will. But all right. Cool, cool. I'll see you later, man. Uh, probably not. Good to hear your voice, Ty. Oh, good to hear too, Mrs. Moon. Hope all is well. I'll see you soon. Yeah. But you remember, you're not too far from us, so you ever want to come and visit, you got a place to stay. That's true. I will. David Goggins run my way to Tennessee after this podcast is done, as a matter of fact. That will be my workout for today. Oh. Okay. All right, well. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. I'll see. You. Okay, I'll see. I'll see you later. All right. Love okay. you. Love you. Love. All right. Love you. Bye. Okay. W. Mrs. Million. Uh, Mrs. Mona Mackie Million. We love my mom. She's great. But yes. a half hour we were talking with her. Bro, That's we are great. at. Hold on. Let me check here real quick. Here we Where are. We at? at... Brody, we're at an hour and a half in so far. Holy bless. Oh, it's going to be multiple. Parts, but that's okay. that's no, it, it actually is, bro. And one thing that I want to touch on is that also for the kids going to the certain toys and stuff, it's like no different uh-huh. than I think almost every kid goes through a phase where they love rainbows. Like, just because your kid likes a rainbow or likes colorful things doesn't mean he's gay. There's a reason that all children's toys are, like, multicolored, very bright, and very vibrant. vibrant. <laughs> that's what they're attracted to. When I was a kid, I loved stuff that had... I love tie-dye, and everyone make fun of me. because like, oh, tie-dye, it runs. I'm like, ah, that's so funny. So funny. Right. It got old after, like, two times of people saying it to me. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though. Like, so you can't – I think it's so dumb that people are basing it off of that and that they're making assumptions that early on. Like, golly, mm-hmm. what a dumb – what a stupid thing as a parent to put on your child, for real. And, and, and my, I mean that, my, seriously. Like I brought up, a lot of parents that will say that um, – children should have the right to like if they identify as uh the other gender uh that they should be able to transfer over they'll also say that they shouldn't be allowed to get a tattoo because it's a, it's a permanent thing yeah where do you, where do you draw the line right uh, and that that kind of segues into uh an argument that i have uh for it of um so so i brought this argument up multiple times Maybe not to you, but I brought it up to uh, other people. Of okay, uh, if there are um, let let's say if there are more than two genders, right? Um, and someone says there is an infinite amount of numbers or of genders, right? That means that you or I can identify as anything that we want right and with that no one has the right to to say that we're not i have the complete right to identify as uh a woman as uh half of a woman of uh or i we identify as uh a, a dog right no who has the right to to say that i don't no one, right? Because if you're saying if you're saying that uh, there are infinite genders, right, uh, and there there isn't a limit, uh, if you're saying that there isn't a limit, then uh, you or I can identify as anything. But then it's like, oh well, no, it's only for people that have biodysmorphia, right? It's a medical condition, 
right? You or I can say that um, we have, like, we both have body dysmorphia and we're not happy with the bodies that we have, right? So we should be allowed to change, right? Do we have anything to back that up? No, because you can't, right? Um, so if I were to say right now, Ty, I have body dysmorphia and I, I, I really strongly feel like I'm a woman, right? And you must accept me as a woman, and if you don't, I am going to cancel you, and I'm going to make you seem like the devil, uh, which is irony in and of itself. Yeah. Um, that's for a religious episode, though. Um, <laughs> but if I if uh, I say that I have biodysmorphia, that gives me the right to identify as anything that I want. And here's the argument that I get into, right? Of if that's the case, and if I can identify as anything that I want, mm-hmm. why can't I identify as a black man, or a Hispanic man, or an Asian man? Right? Your eyes are too big to be an Asian man, so... But, but, Ty, I, I strongly feel like I really identify with Asian culture, and I feel like I am an Asian man. Right? So who are you to say that I am not an Asian man, right? Yeah. Like... This is you, right? You as a South Korean, uh-huh. right? Full blood South Korean, right? Would you not be offended, even if like me, your closest friend, started saying, "Hey, I'm Asian too," so I I know what you've been through. <laughs> You're like that right? guy. There was a guy that got like the he got the surgery to make his eyes to look more Korean. That was a while uh, yeah, back. That was a couple years ago. Like a hundred thousand dollars to look like Jimmy yes, from uh, BTS. Bro. Um, I was like, "That's wild." I was kind of like, "Yeah, you wish that you wish you was me, huh?" Yeah, I don't know. Is that is that a is that uh? Well, I'll get into cultural appropriation in a second. Yeah. Um, but that that being that being said, right? Like, I'll say, why can't I identify as a black man? Yeah. Right. I am a hundred percent white. Right. Mm. Well. I should, I should be. Uh, I don't know what my biological dad is, but my mom's Canadian, so you don't get much more white than that, uh, except for, like, <laughs> European. But I'm not too, probably. Um, but my skin, skin completely white, right? My, my genetics are completely white. But I identify as a black man, right? So you must call me a black man, even though everything about me points to me being white. Yeah. Right, and then then they'll like if I bring that argument up, they'll say no because race is um, a more complex thing than gender. Right? How? Yeah, I was uh, gonna say gen- yeah. Gen- gender is something you're born with, right? There are only two, right? So it's one or the other, right? With races, you can be mixed race because of uh, if you have a black dad and a white mom right you are half black half white right so you can mix race right so the fact that you can even like mix race makes it less complex in the aspect that there's a lot more possibilities right but meanwhile with gender there are only two right so but like gender is something you're born with race is something you're born with gender is something genetic race is something genetic right so why 
why is it why is gender more complex than race yeah and it's really not though like i saw this clip i saw this clip where there was the uh shoot or who's not, the guy that does all the um like he goes and he like says something changed my mind croder shoot what's his name oh uh crowder no, it's crowder's yeah, his uh, last name it's not michael it's i, I know who you're talking about. I know yeah, you're it's talking like about. it's I, like it's called ladder with crowder and he goes and he was like he was talking about transgenderism and then the oh uh wait what was it yeah a oh, I can't I think it was a woman to a man came up to him and she he, he, oh, golly it's a mess of my it's so complicated unnecessarily complicated and she she identifies as a man but she um told him that she's an EMT and he was like okay if you have a patient that is complaining about a pain and it is a man a biological man who's identifying as a woman and he is telling you that it's pregnancy pains and that he's about to have a child are you genuinely going to take that as like a serious thing that could possibly be happening like a serious mm-hmm. thing that that could be something that like no you're not like you could that that one alone destroys so many things cuz it's like you can't cuz like in your no. job you can't like to be an EMT you got to be you got to be smart to be a doctor you got to be smart and you know mm-hmm. just by that like you can't even make that argument to try and like back it up for yourself you're not. Yeah. If it's a guy and, and that, he's complaining about pregnancy, it's not. Straight and up. that in and of itself is so <laughs> fucked up because the most beautiful thing about a woman right, is that she's capable of giving birth. Right? Of that creating new life. Like, I don't care what people say, right? Uh, pregnant women, right, that are with their husbands are the most beautiful thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. Right? Of they are not only being a good wife, but they're uh, about to be a good mother, right? And they're not afraid to present that, right? Because they shouldn't be. It's so fucking beautiful, right, that they have that, right? Um, but for a man to take that away from a woman, right, and, sa- and say, oh, like, uh, I am a man, I got it, uh, a fake uterus uh, implanted and I'm pregnant, right? Or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. To take that beauty away from a woman is a fucking failure of a man. Insulting, yeah. Right? Absolutely. The whole point of men in a relationship is to protect their wives' beauty, right? Protect the women's beauty and the woman's point is to receive her husband's protection Right, in and of itself, and create love from that. Right, again, that's a whole, that's religious thing. But, um, but even if it wasn't a religious thing, like, is it like women get so independent nowadays? And that's fine, I understand that. But like, I had a girl that got mad at me whenever we would go out and I would hold the door for her, especially Mm -hmm. when we would go to her house. When we go to, I said, "You are going to let me get the door for her because her dad was in the military." And I'm like, "I'll actually get my ass beat if I don't do the right thing." So like. I'm not opening the door for you because you don't have arms. I'm not pulling the chair out for you because you can't physically pull a chair out. It's a sign of I'm, respect. Yeah, That's exactly. All that it is. It's as simple as that. You're you're not trying. You're not trying to say of like. You can't do this. You're saying I want to do this for you. Out of respect and Wait. love for you. Well, maybe not love, but respect at the minimum least because you may not love her. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I hold I hold doors open for men and women. Right? Yeah. I don't like. I don't give a fuck who you are, I'll hold the door open for you, right? Mm-hmm. Because, it, like you said, it's a sign of respect, 
right? I don't go and shut the door on them saying, oh, yeah, uh, stupid ass bitch, you didn't get in here time <laughs> enough, right? No, I hold the door open. Oh, you can right? get it yourself. A, you can go get it. Like, no. That, that's how I've been taught. And B, it's a sign of respect of even at just the basic level of, hey, this is how I would want to be treated. So this is how I'm going to treat people. Mm-hmm. And right? any good guy who was brought up by a strong male, even if they didn't have a strong male figure, a good, a good man would, would do those things without, it, without being asked without a question. This, this goes back into uh, what we were saying guy. earlier, right? Um, a lot of people fucking hate men. A lot of society hates men. Right? Plain and simple. You and I are hated because we are straight males. Right? That aren't afraid to work hard and aren't afraid to be lazy. Right? Uh, pe- people might not show it. Right? And you might not see... It's it's not all people. Right? I shouldn't generalize Never generalize to anyone, right? Unless you have valid reason to. Um, but a lot of people hate us just for being men, right? And here's the thing, though, is like people will say, "Have you have you seen the fucking videos of uh, women saying, oh, yeah, we found ways to uh, impregnate ourselves yes, uh, yeah. with bone marrow?'" Um, so there's no need for men anymore, right? Here's the need for men. Like I was like, saying, that's not even the point. You, Giving birth isn't even. You a don't. Point. You do not see nearly, not even astronomically close at all, the number of women that are doing hard jobs that men are doing. Right? You do not. You might see like maybe two or three women on a 200 construction team. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And that is, and people will say, Oh, it's because, uh, like they're not hiring women. No, that's fucking false. Women have just as much ability to get any hard job that men do. Right. Just as much, if not even more now. Right. Because women, women are protected against by law that there can't there are many laws uh, that say you can't hire based on uh gender right or race for that matter um that being said right they have this ability to get these jobs right they've had them for decades right have these abilities to get these hard jobs but you don't see it because men are more willing to do those hard jobs Right, and we're more willing to get treated like shit for it. Right, you, a, a lot of women won't do it because, like, they'll get treated like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so do men. Right, they just need work. They get working. They get working. They, like I was saying, like building the fucking skyscraper. Right, mm-hmm. those men don't get fucking appreciation. Mm-hmm. Right, they'll get bitched at by their, by the foreman. They'll get paid like shit. They'll go home to uh, their wives after a late night and pro- probably bitch at for something. Right? It's very possible. Mm-hmm. Right? But yet, uh, the man, man will wake up every day at 4 or 5 in the morning, get to work, and not come home till 7 or 8 at night. Mm-hmm. 
for what purpose? He doesn't get any recognition. He doesn't. He doesn't get any more. Uh, he does. He doesn't necessarily get any more appreciation or love. Or anything. He's not getting that huge incentive, right? Because there are much, much better paying jobs than yep. construction, yeah. right? But yeah, he's still fucking doing it, and that's that's the importance of men, right there, is that we have this fucking drive to work so fucking hard for not barely nothing in return right uh, like we are so much more willing to do that and i am not saying with that that women aren't willing to work hard women work extremely hard like my mom for example right she worked harder than any fucking woman i've ever met mm-hmm. right she was in schooling for years, right? She she became a became a nurse first, and worked hard with that. Got treated like shit during that, and then she went back to school to become a uh, nurse anesthetist while pregnant with me and when I was born, right? And I won't go into details, but she was also a single mother at the time, right? So shit was very hard. She was going to schooling still, and shit. And future wasn't secured, right? She didn't know what was going to happen, right? But she put in the initiative because she wanted better for herself and for me, right? So I am not saying at all that women don't work hard because I have my best fucking example ever is my mom. If anyone genuinely ever disrespects my mom i will beat the living shit out of them i love my mom every man should love their mom if they don't love their mom right they're fucked up they're, they they do not know how hard fucking moms work right? so all all love to mothers out there all nothing but love seriously oh my that gosh, said, we are we are an hour and 41 minutes no Nothing, nothing but to. nothing but love and respect, more so for fathers, right? Mm-hmm. Fathers that are doing their shit, anyways. Father, like dads that leave the house, right? Aren't taking care care of their children. Yeah, fuck right? y'all. Uh, and just being a lazy sack of shit. Fuck those guys, right? Absolutely. F- fucking hate those guys. Mm-hmm. My bias with that was fucking one of them. Fuck. My birthday can suck his dick. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Those guys, fuck them. But because of them, right? The men that are doing their shit and are, uh, doing what they ought, even with like very little appreciation, right? Though those guys. Right, get this like horrible fucking name on them that like all men are terrible, right? Uh, when that's not the fucking case, right? Mm-hmm. It's a small, a very small proportion gets the bad rap, or gets the bad rap for everyone, right? And like, like for example, both of our dads, right? Jeremy and Frank. Okay, cool. I know what we're uh, talking about. <laughs> I know which ones we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, Jer- Jeremy and Frank, the good, the good ones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. W. They're they're doing they're doing their 
their shit as fathers. They've both raised what I would say are well-adjusted sons into society that are uh, doing their shit as well. Mm -hmm. Right? And they don't get shit for appreciation. Right? Like, I think it's I think it's ranked of, like, most uh, popular holidays. I think it's, like, Christmas is first, and then Mother's Day is, like, second or third. Mm-hmm. Father's Day isn't until, like, 15th. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. It has fucking Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day above that. that is crazy. Right? And it's, like, the reason, a, a, a very good reason of why suicide rate in men is so high is because of that right because a we get associated with a bad rap right so because we're a man we automatically are assumed to be evil right uh and a piece of shit and also because any good thing that we do just gets fucking ignored for the most part right until you have both men and women that are standing up for that right Mm mm-hmm Oh, you want you want to make someone better, right? You want to make men better. Show them appreciation. Yeah. Then you'll have so much less less of a problem, mm-hmm. right? And that that's where I'm going with like uh, I want to get into like roles uh, of like men, men and women like coming from um, transgenderism. Uh, role roles of of men and women, right? Of uh, in the family particularly and just in society of when it gets fucking muddled right with like women becoming men or men becoming women especially um it's taking away from the rights of both just to support the rights of a very very small minority Mm -hmm. right which that is not fucking fair. No no person should be brought down for the betterment of other people. That's what that's what fucking woke culture is trying to like say, right? But then what they're doing is they're fucking putting people down. Right? And like they're they're putting people up at the expense of others. Right? Uh and where where else I want to go? Uh, I want to end this with fat phobia. <laughs> uh, but but this one I want to I want to talk about uh, like race, right? Wait wait, you're talking about fat phobia? We talking about race? Race. I want to end it. Like the very last thing we talk about is oh, fat okay. phobia. Okay okay okay. I I just want to ro- roast some people. Um, Yo. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> but no. So with with race right um i as a white man have been made the devil right because i'm white i have apparent white privilege uh because again i'm white um and people don't fucking realize like woke culture doesn't fucking realize of you can't put just one race up and call it equality right for example you you remember when the whole Black Lives Matter? Yeah, shit? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Uh, I would get into arguments with my old coworkers, right, or a couple of them. Um, uh, I'd be like, 
no, uh, it shouldn't just be Black Lives Matter, right? It should be All Lives Matter. You can't claim to have equality if you're putting someone down. I was like, my bet, my best friend is fucking Asian. Does his life matter less than a black guy? No. His matter, his life matters just the same, right? It's um, uh, and it's like it's fucking bullshit, right? Um. Uh, that one person or like one race is being like put on a pedestal while all the others are being decimated mm-hmm. right which is what they're trying to fight against of like saying like oh white people did that um so but like we're trying to raise people black people up and make white people the enemy right that's victimizing a whole fucking race Right, and then people fucking buy into that too, so it makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. Right, um, but they don't actually want to fucking think of like what they're doing is so fucking messed up. Right, um, talk. I'll talk first about like white privilege doesn't fucking exist. Right, I do not have any fucking privilege to be white. Right, no one has. In fact, uh, people of color have more privilege now than I do. Uh, I don't know if you know, but there are um, things called affirmative action laws, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know a ton about them. Uh, which, which basically will grant people of color uh, like better opportunities for scholarships and uh, like higher rates of like getting into college solely because of the color of their skin. I mean, I got a scholarship because I was Asian. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you use the system to your advantage. Do I have any scholarships for being white? No. No. <laughs> right? Uh, that, it's like, that is discrimination, and you're giving uh, rights to a race over another race. That is direct racism. Mm-hmm. Right? But woke people don't want to point this out Right, because they just want to put one pe- one set on a pedestal and make everyone else the enemy. Right. Uh you said you said that you got uh, scholarship for being Asian, right? I didn't, did yes. Yeah. Goes into it. You so you know what I'm talking about. Um, but here here's the thing that I was talking about, like of like all lives matter, right? No one wants to look at um how poorly. Asians have been treated, right? I no actually haven't really thought cares. about that ton. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like everyone, everyone wants to point out, like, oh yeah, black people were slaves two hundred years ago, so all white people should have to pay reparations um, if their great, 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 great grandfather was a slave owner. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, there's right? that's that's ridiculous because there's nothing you can do, do about you, that now. Do you like, know I mean, how, how you would have been fucking treated in the forties and fifties? You are South Korean. You would have been thrown in an internment camp um, because they would have thought that you were a, a Japanese spy. Yes, Japanese spy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. You would have been thrown into an internment camp and probably even killed. Damn. Just because you're Relation South Korean. Time, bro. Right? Come on now. No, no, people don't really want to talk about that that much, right? Um, that's true. That's true. And that's not to say that slavery is a good thing. No, it's not. Yeah, it's no, fucked up, that, right? Yeah. Um, but it's like, you can't just focus on one 
fucking bad thing. Right? Or, if you want to take an, a much better example, if you really want people to be supported, you know who's been prosecuted against the fucking most? The Jews. Since oh, yeah, the... Sure. Since for fucking thousands of years, <laughs> Jews have been hay against. And they're being being hay against now. Yes, Jewish I was just supposed to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jewish people are being fucking hated against just because they're Jewish and because people support Palestine, which is fucked up hard, right? That, like, if I was Jewish on this campus, I would be... People would be anti-Semitic to me because I was Jewish, right? Which doesn't make any fucking sense. That's so fucking racist in and of itself, but people don't care because they want to support one race over another. Racism. Right? You want to eliminate racism? Equality for fucking all. That means blacks and whites and Asians and Mexicans and whatever are all on the exact same level. One is not placed above the other. Right? So, it, people just don't want to fucking think about that. Right? Mm-hmm. And, quite honestly, we should be, like, and then they'll say, oh, there's, like, uh, uh, like structural racism in oh, the country. Yeah, yeah. No, there's not. No country. Uh, America is the least racist country ever. Right? You, did you know that uh, Asian people have the highest, uh, like, uh, rate like per wealth against any other race in America? Really? Meaning, like, Asian people on average are the richest compared to any other race. Uh, and, and if America was like, su- had such integrated racism, right. Mm-hmm. I would, I would be on top of you, but like, you're not, yeah. mm-hmm. right. Do yeah. you feel underprivileged next to me at all? Per- me personally? No. Some people might say yes, because when we stand next to each other physically, I am about a foot and a half shorter than you. If we, okay, if we if we were like same size, everything like taking that all out of account, right? Yeah. And it was just me being white versus you being Asian, mm-hmm. right? Do you feel like you are have less privilege than me because I am white? Yeah, nah, definitely not. Mm-mm. Yeah, exactly, right. But pe- people want to play the fucking victim because they'll they'll like bitches will buy into it. Mm-hmm. Right, and get you get free fucking money out of it. So why wouldn't you? Money, money, yeah, that's true. Money mm-hmm. the world. But mm-hmm. you want you want to eliminate racism? Put everyone on the same level, and that's what we've done. Right, we as a country have done that very well. Right, but people want to say that oh, we have structural racism because oh, like black neighborhoods are. Uh, typically more impoverished, uh, and they don't have as many opportunities. Wrong. You just proved yourself of uh, how people of color have higher opportunities because of things like affirmative action laws. Right? And the reason that... I'll get into this as well. The reason that, uh, like, black neighborhoods and, like, black homes are typically more impoverished, right, isn't because of the color of their fucking skin... No, it's because the lack of a father figure, right? Right? Of, like, black, black families, you'll, you'll typically see 
they like there's such a lack of a father figure there right it's just the mother and whatever children right yeah because a that's fucked up on the fa- on the father so i'm speaking to all men out there right i'm not trying i'm not in support of you leaving your family at all fuck that mm-hmm. fuck you for doing that right but also b it's a system that's fucking created this ability of supporting it through like uh tax revenue and subsidies that support uh single mothers more than uh being with like the father present right so there is more incentive to be by yourself right to be a single mother especially if you are a person of color right than there is to be in a married relationship living together and that's the system that's been created and then people want to claim that oh it's because they're they're black no it's because we support uh they're just being a, a single parent household as a as a society that is the fucking structural racism if you want to talk about fucking anything doesn't fucking exist but where it does is supporting uh living by yourself instead of living with others right and then people want to complain the reason people fucking complain is because we're so fucking privileged as americans right that like i've seen so many videos right of like uh citizens that have come over from places like iran or uh like vietnam or anything like that right of where it's like a really shitty government over there and they get treated like shit they come over and not only are they like so thankful for that but they also call people that are complaining about like how messed up and how corrupt and how racist uh america is right they call those people out of saying they don't know what it's like to be in this country and they don't know how well they have it right we as Americans are so fucking privileged that we just come up with the most bullshit thing to complain about. Right? That's our fucking problem. Not not that there's anything fucking there, but that we just make shit out of thin air. And like I asked you, do you feel any less privileged than me? No. Right? If we're just talking about, like, like race-wise... You don't feel any less privilege than me, right? Because you shouldn't. There, There is... I have nothing more in this country as a white person than you do as an Asian. Asian person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But people want to make shit up out of their ass just to be mad at something. And then everyone goes along with it because, like I said earlier, uh, people don't want to face the pain of just trying to go against the crowd right it's so much easier to go with the crowd so people yeah. will do that they don't want to go go through the pain of arguing with someone so they'll just say that they're right and go with it right and then they'll get enough, a big enough crowd to say okay if you don't go with this then you're such and such right and try mm-hmm. and try to make you out to be this fucking devil oof oh yeah there we go he just let out all the steam right there holy cow 
And I hope you still got some. If we got one more, man, bro, we've been going for two hours. This could be four episodes. <laughs> the very, I think we'll we'll wrap it up with um, we're fat phobia and fat bitches. Fat, fat phobia. <laughs> what, a, what a what a great segue. Wasn't that wasn't that the smoothest oh. thing you've ever heard? Okay, so just um the word the word phobia um should be known that phobia means fear, right? So homophobia and fat phobia mean um you're afraid of gay people and you're afraid of fat people right i'm not afraid of either no i mean maybe except getting sat on by the fat bitch but uh wild (laughs) and before you say that like like i think fat phobia is so dumb like like you said we're not afraid of fat people it's the fact that you can i can sit here all day and i can line up a hundred girls and they can all tell me that they don't like me because I'm five six and three quarters, and we I can sit there and not... get annihilated on that. But I can have one girl step in. And I can say, no, I'm not attracted to her because she's three hundred and fifty pounds and looks like her cholesterol is probably higher than uh, freaking uh, the Trend Twins testosterone levels. Like, so, and then and then they're gonna come and bash me on all that stuff because I just insulted an overweight woman. Like, she's beautiful no. how she is. No, I'm sorry, you're not. We shouldn't, as a society, be glorifying obesity. That's why I hate right? fat models. Yeah. It's terrible. Exactly. It shouldn't be like you're not expressing all oh, this fucking beauty. No, you just look like a fat fuck yeah, that just... didn't get off the fucking couch uh, to actually work out. Right. You're just screaming at like, people to look at you. I'm doing I'm doing a PSA in my public health class, and we're doing it on obesity. And she was like, "Oh no, like just make sure you don't like uh, don't like blame anyone and don't." Like, offend anyone. All right, so I can't do it there, but I can't do it here. I can't. This is, <laughs> this is, this is his real presentation. And I've, been, I've been wanting to do this ever since I had that idea. Um, you know, we shouldn't be fucking glorifying obesity, right? Because we're with that, we're glorifying poor health. Yeah, for right? real. And that's glorifying the detriment of our own fucking bodies, right? We're glorifying death in an, in an aspect. And gluttony, yeah. Exactly, and gluttony, mm-hmm. too. Um, we're glorifying this by saying, oh, yeah, every every girl is beautiful uh, no matter how much they weigh. Right? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be saying that. Oh. And it goes the what same for men. Saying, it goes the same thing for, what, for guys. What we yeah. should be saying is every woman is beautiful because they're a woman, not because of how they look. Mm-hmm. Right, we should still be able to say no. You don't look good, right? Because you are fat. And, mm-hmm. and people will uh, like one thing that I have is like before, like uh, it, I guess accepting it, uh, like accepting obesity and glorifying it, uh. Mm-hmm. The argument would be, oh, well, uh, it's sexist because, like, women have to do, or women do uh, beauty pageants where they're judged on uh, their looks. You're right. No different than bodybuilding. Yeah. You work for that. Guess right? what? Men fucking have that, too. It's called the uh, Mr. Olympia or any other bodybuilding championship. Yeah. Which women right? compete in as well. Mm-hmm. 
in fact, men have to work fucking harder for that, right? Because beauty pageants, you just put on makeup and know how to act. And you are dead thin. Nice, yeah, right? mm-hmm, that's true. Uh, mm-hmm. Bodybuilding, you have to be in perfect fucking shape, which mm-hmm. we both know, right? It is not immediate. It takes fucking years of work. Mm-hmm. And with, right? with beauty pageants, like skinny is skinny. Like, if you are you are like at the... The, like it is, it is unhealthy. Like it's unhealthy bodybuilding the low body fat percentage you're at, and when you're in a beauty pageant, how skinny you are. But and when you're in a beauty pageant, like thin is thin. If I'm skinny, I'm skinny. However, you not everybody can do bodybuilding. There are people I do not have the genetics to. There are other people who don't have the genetics to bodybuild. Like your proportions have to be right. Your striations, yeah, like, even, your, the cuts at, have to be a certain way. Like, right. Like, he told us that he's trying to do, uh, or, like, get into, like, bodybuilding shows. Mm-hmm. Can he do Mr. Olympia? Fuck no, he can't. He looks good. He's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can he do Mr. Olympia? No. That's going to take fucking years longer just mm-hmm. to get to him at that point. And then he has to compete as and well. He takes steroids, right? and he said he doesn't want to because his steroids unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But if that's your thing, uh, that's your thing. But, <laughs> but yeah, so... We, there has, um, Andrew Tate, love him, brings up such a good point. There has never been a society in the history of mankind that has glorified weakness. Yes, that's true. Until until now. Right? No one has ever been glorified for just sitting on their ass, doing nothing, and eating. Right? Um. No one has ever, and because America is so fucking privileged, right, we have this ability now. And then people will say, oh, yeah, you're beautiful no matter what, right? Because they're, they're the ones that are used to getting participation trophies. Yeah. Um, can't fucking glorify obesity, right? Because A, glorifying poor health, and B, you're just flat out saying you look good when you don't i hate to tell you but it's like and people shouldn't get offended by that either no they shouldn't absolutely like i could i could tell you i'm like hey you're looking kind of small over there you even fucking eating actually ate two yeah fucking but it's like (laughs) i I could i could i could say i could be like oh yeah you look you look small like your muscles tiny Right? Are you going to get that offended by it? No. Right? Because who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm trying I'm trying to make myself look good for myself mainly. Right? And then it go it goes outwards of oh yeah, I want to look, look good for my woman as well. Mm-hmm. Right? But the main thing is podcast wanna, as well, ladies and gentlemen, so stay tuned for I want to good I want to look good for myself. And I'm and so do you, right? So who gives who gives a flying fuck? Right? Because if so, if someone says, I I tell I tell this to people whenever they're like, oh yeah, like I don't know about getting in the gym, or something. Like, I'm afraid of people judging me. I'm like, the only people that will fucking judge you are people doing that are doing uh, their own shit wrong, mm-hmm. right? And they're just trying to project it. I was like, I fu- I love gym culture because every single person in there, right? If they're doing what they're supposed to, wants you to succeed. Yeah. Daryl fucking helped two gals that had no clue. They went in there. They obviously didn't know what they were doing. He went over and he helped them with uh with some yeah. lat pull down. So like I mean, 
Brody, like, come on. Any any but, but, rightful lifter is not gonna is not gonna judge I've, you at I've all. I've never I've never had a single person put me down, right? That was in peak physical shape themselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never. And that knew what right? they were doing. Yeah. Um, fat grandpa in the sauna that you sit in with, and you're like, "Hey, Shani, look at it It looks like you need to eat a couple more burgers." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he scoots a little closer to you, and you're like, ah, I think I'm actually done for today. Nah, I actually think I don't really need this, son. Ah, I'm all right. Yeah, just say, just say, hey, just try, uh, trying to look like you. Hell no. <laughs> Although I do low-key. They'll be getting you're mad say, pissed, say, Nah, just trying not to look like you one day. Uh, yeah, just be like, and then we... your years are over, buddy. But, but yeah, like you were like you were saying, um, if if... A fat chick comes up to me and I don't find her attractive, mm-hmm. right? I can just say, "Hey, I I'm not." This is obviously assuming that I don't have a, a girl. Obviously, of course, love you, Eddie. Um, if if she came up to me and she's like, "Hey, I think I think you're pretty cute. You want to hang out sometime?" I'd be like, eh, eh, "Not really." Mm-hmm. And then if she if she were to be like, "Oh, it's because I'm fat." Yes. Right? Yeah. Straight up, yeah, you want the shit like I'll say to Because they, they're trying to stump you. They're trying to be like, oh, yeah, because I'm fat. And then you say, oh, like, no, I'm going to be like, yes, you, I do not like. That, that's exactly half of the problem. It's it's A, people that are uh, playing the victim, mm-hmm. right, of like, oh, yeah, uh, you're you're such a bad guy because you're, you're going against me. And I, I'm perfect in every way, right? Yeah. So I'm the victim. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that, but it's it's also people buying into that shit, mm-hmm. right? And of like saying, "Oh no, no, no! It's not because you're fat. It's just because I I myself am not capable of uh, giving you enough love or any bullshit like that." I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I'll, like I'll admit, I'm I'm very very culpable of doing that. Right? Mm-hmm. I know I do that. Um. Because there's still something in me that I'm just like, oh, I don't want to. Hurt her you shouldn't give a fuck about her. Mm-hmm. Hurt her feelings. Tell her honestly. But it's no, it's right? no different than people telling me that they don't like me because I'm short. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, I feel worse because you can't really, you literally physically can't can do get, anything you about your height. But I mean, not control being short. Yes, that's true. That is so true. Anyone that anyone that says, um, oh, it's it's uh, genetics, so I can't change it, right? Unless you got a thyroid, show, Brody. Show, and... show show me the um, show me the charts that say. Your uh, hormones are su- are suppressed in a way where you can't physically lose weight. Tell yeah, me. seriously. You Unless can't. you actually have a physical, like you got mm-hmm. thyroid, bro. Like I'm gonna be like, hey, you can't do nothing about that, G. Like you know, you good. But you can yeah, still be active. You can still try. Oh yeah. Have you ever you ever <laughs> seen that guy on Snap? Um, that's huh? like he's like morbidly obese, but he's like working out and he's like, oh, trying to yeah, cure obese once at a time. I love that guy. Pro- yeah. Props to that. You're never gonna see this, but props to like people like him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to the emotional thing, people will say it's okay to be weak. It's okay to be weak. It's not okay to stay weak. Mm-hmm. Right? You got that straight if off you, of Instagram. I did. Shorts right there, buddy. <laughs> straight off. Good, of no, I'm not hate that. It's good. No, um, it's good. But, oh man! Oh, yeah. on uh, YouTube that I watched during my workout. 
Oh, oh my gosh. But no, it 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 stands true of every every single person has the ability to change whatever is controllable in their lives, right? Mm-hmm. If you are saying that you being fat is not controllable at all, you can't do a single thing, right? You can't even stand up and go for a walk. Right? That one's If you thing. can't if you can't if you can walk to the fridge Yo. To get some food, your fat ass can walk a mile, right? It's yeah, it's true. not not that hard, and it's like this is not to say like oh you need to have like this like strenuous activity, yeah, or like this like extremely like hard workout and be like working out like three hours a day. No, just get get some fucking movement in. If you just, just be stay active, yeah. If you stay sedentary, your whole life. And just are a fat fuck and not doing anything about it? Don't you dare fucking complain about being a fat fuck. Yeah. Right? If you want to do that, sure, fine. I don't care. It's your life. Live it how you want. You might die earlier, but okay. Right? It's like, do what you want. Completely okay with that. Right? But don't complain about being fat if you're not doing anything to change it. If you are doing your very best, right, with, like, no drawbacks at all, you are literally putting in your best effort to lose weight, you will lose weight. Mm-hmm. Right? It's... Calories in, calories out, like, bro. You'll <laughs> say, like, oh, I don't have, like, the money to eat healthy. Go buy a fucking head of lettuce for 99 cents some tomatoes and just cut them up and eat them straight that'll cost you like five dollars you don't need all this like high value shit that doesn't even fucking work no just get the fucking basics just don't eat these fucking like also by the way fast food is really way too fucking expensive Right? So, so it's like oh, I know we're talking about being a fat fuck, but mm, that twin piece of McDonald's. Oh. I know we were talking about fuck KFC. I was sent Luca yeah, Instagram. Fuck, fuck it had KF, had something about KFC. Like nah, KFC. Is you get a cheat, like and cheese, something good. Golly bless, dude. I cannot fall victim to a KFC craving. That cannot be. We we do not want some trash ass chicken to sponsor us. <laughs> Especially like here in Louisville, we have a we have a freaking Canes that's like. Six minutes away. Kings and or Popeyes, you yeah, guys were great. Uh, I know we're promoting promoting not being fat, but uh, you ever see this? We'd love some cash. That's how we know we made. I'm probably damn near <laughs> fucking naked. If we did ever get ad placements on this, the, the, fuck, that'd be huge. I like. Oh man, one day. Hey, hey, one step at a time. One percent. One percent. One percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well guys, we'll thank you so much for listening. I'm not sure if we're going to make this one thing yet oh. or we're going to chop it up. I'm going to try and make it one thing. I don't know mm-hmm. if the platform we use will take the full two and a half hours, yeah, might, but we're going to try. Chop. We're going to try. But thank you guys uh, so much for listening and for and, the recent support before. recently. Like I said, we're up like we're up a lot. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate yeah. you tuning yeah, in. Yeah, your we feedback really, we and really appreciate all, all the listeners out there. Um, and uh, before before we go, I just want to want to recap. Just um, be be a better person, right? Of you want you want something in society to change, good. Be the change, 
right? And don't do shit just for yourself to feel better that you did it, right? Mm -hmm. Ignore your fucking feelings and do what's actually right. Mm -hmm. And then you'll get somewhere in life. But if you just... God does not require us to succeed. He just requires us to try. That's a quote from Mother Teresa. You should also try to succeed, though. That's a quote from Mother Teresa. (laughs) That's in the the corner of our high school. Mm -hmm. You should succeed and try to exceed. Mm-hmm. to succeed um but yeah just, just be be a good person um don't don't give into all this societal bullshit um if you if you got opinions that contradict it fucking good stand by your opinions mm-hmm. right uh and don't be afraid to express them yeah because the world is a tyrannical place and america is becoming a tyrannical place um very sadly, I hate I hate to say that because I I love my country better than. There are three things I have pride for in this world, right? I'm proud to be a man. I'm proud to be Catholic, and I'm proud to be an American. God bless our troops. God bless America, and gentlemen, start your engines. I love Kevin James. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my but goodness. Yeah. Um, have don't give in to this fake pride. The pride that you should have is for doing what you ought to do, right? Mm-hmm. And then be be humble about it, right? Mm-hmm. Have pride for what you do, but be humble about it. Mm-hmm. Learn how to use the sword, but keep it sheath. Yes, amen. So amen. with that, I think that's a great ending point. We went on oh. two hours. Um, two and a half, about two and a half, yeah. Just under, just under. Let me see, hold on, let me get a quick, quick time check for us real quick. Yeah, two oh, hours and 17 shit. minutes. We are pretty close. Dude, Dude that's, pretty the, close. that's the very first episode. That will never get aired because it was on a different website. Um, that's... <laughs> that one was like two hours. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that's but, true. That's true, yeah. That, the the crack dream one that we had like way long ago when I was yes, still in Michigan. crazy. That's, a, that's wild to think about. That was, that was like a year ago at least. That was. That was a long time ago. Bless the United States of America. But yes, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Ty Martin Check. I'm your host, Luke Million. And thank you guys so much for watching, and we will tune in with you guys later. Appreciate y'all.